Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 62nd episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I'm your host, Katie M. Kane. Our guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, she is the owner of the Herb Shop PDX. She is a successful businesswoman. She is uh, on top of her game and still open, you know what I mean? Handling her business through this crisis in the country right now. Her name is Amanda Furby. We are happy to have her on the show tonight. Amanda, can you hear us okay? I can hear you. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Dude, yeah. So um, we talked a little bit before we went live. And I, I used to, I, I, I resort to my little cookie cutter regular podcast questions sometimes, but I, I like freestyling it. Um, I haven't talked to you in a real long time. So it's, it's nice to hear that your business is still doing okay and you're still open. Um, I don't want to speak for you too much i i just uh can can you tell us about how you got started into um the profession or trade that you're in and then what made you want to push it so far as to owning a retail a uh, retail store um and and doing all that because it, it it takes a lot of ambition and it takes a lot of hard work and most humans let alone women just don't have that to to succeed in that manner so you know so can can you talk about that a little bit Absolutely. So, um, you know, really, in a nutshell, it, it was kind of a leap of faith. I lived on the East Coast and was doing design work and um, was just not passionately in love with what I was doing. You know, like, it was like graphic design, um, interior architecture, actually, is what I was doing. And, you know, wow. kind of dabbled in several areas of design, um, you know, and tried all kinds of different, you know, avenues of that and just was like, OK, like this is something I could do. And I do it pretty good, but like, it doesn't like put that fire in me. Like I want for something that I'm going to do for my whole life, you know? And yeah, um, I was living in North Carolina, but then I went back to New Mexico for the winter and was kind of like regrouping and, you know, what, what's my next steps? I, you know, was looking at the Peace Corps. I was looking at, um, you know, grad school and it really kind of boiled down to like, you know, I really want to be my own boss, you know, like really want to do something that is going to be inspiring and always be a necessity in all aspects of my life um you know it even boiled down to me analyzing you know if money didn't exist like what's really important and what's something that is needed you know throughout the world all the time and um it boiled down to herbal medicine which was kind of a wild you know whatever to get to that point in my life but there was an herb shop in New Mexico that I visited that had some really great, you know, plants that helped me with what I was going through and just trying to like be grounded and trying to figure out what, you know, like, what is my next steps? Like, wh where am I? I was right in the middle of my Saturn return and just like, you know, I went to school for all these things. I should be doing that, you know, trying to break my thought process and training as far as, um, you know, what I'd been taught that I should do versus like what my gut and my in intuition was telling me that I needed to do. And Bro, um, I can relate to that so much, man. I feel like I had to delete so many files in my brain that were uh, running scripts, you know what I mean? For how I'm supposed to do things. And I had to delete those and write my own. And it's, yeah, uh, you know, I felt like when I like finally caught just, the herbal medicine it's bug. Family, you, you it's know, family. Yeah, it's family too. It's not just education and what you paid for for yeah. school and everything. You know what I mean? It's, it totally is. You know, we have all this stuff imprinted on us our whole lives. And then 
So we get to a point where we go, but wait, like, is that like really me? And is that actually what I want and how I want to live my life? Yeah, man. Fucking A, dude. Serious. <laughs> so, you know, when I was in, in New Mexico, I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I need to open a wellness property. Like, I know nothing about any of this. Like, why is this what I need to do with my life? It was just such a direct, you know, message that I got. I, I couldn't deny it, you know, like I absolutely cannot deny it. And so I started researching places that really catered to herbal medicine because that was something that I knew absolutely nothing about. And, um, you know, even when I was in, in graduating high school and things like that, like I remember vaguely hearing that this was maybe something you could do, but not thinking that there was like a real true like path with that. And yeah, um, like how do you how do you make it pay you, man? You know, yeah, like that's because that's. I, I can I interject for one second when, when I met you I was working at Kings of Canna right and mm -hmm. uh when you told me about you, your shop I was like holy shit I used to manage the farm shop and we would get phone calls for you guys and I'm sure you guys got phone calls for us sometimes and it, yeah. it was like it was a farm shop or the herb shop and so it, it just in people's heads when they search it or they hear it from a homie I feel like that's just how it happened but when I met you when I was at Kings of Canna you told me you owned your shop. I was like, oh, I remember that. And we talked about that. And then uh, you told me that you, I'm like, do you guys sell weed? And you're like, no. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like, no, nah, it's just like wellness herbal type products. And, and I'm like, how much do you pay your employees? And you're like, man, 15 an hour. And that was like way back in 2015. So I was just like, and you're paying a living wage and it's not weed, you know? I'm like, I just, uh, I was completely flabbergasted and blown away, man. Cause I, every, every single weed person I work for is 10 to 12 an hour unless I was trimming, sometimes I could get 20 because I was fast, but uh, it just, it, it was cool to to meet someone who was successful in an avenue that I didn't know was, was making money. And you're also breaking bread with your employees, which I think is cool. I, I, I really wanted to jump ship and come learn what you, what you know about your game. You know what I mean? And see if I could apply that to my weed game too. Cause it just seemed like you, like you do have this uh, wealth of knowledge that, you've been able to turn into dollars also, you know, without being greedy, which is fucking rare in this world. God damn it. You know? It's, so it's, it's true. It's a labor of love for sure. You know, it's, um, I mean, it's a labor of love in, in a way that hopefully we can, you know, provide a good living, but not be greedy about it. You know, like it's definitely something that, um, it has had lots of lessons within like being a business owner and, learning how to support the community and like give back as much as possible. Um, but also, you know, be able to support ourselves, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, it's rough in Portland. And I think you're in a primo place for what you're selling too, dude. Totally. You know, and cannabis is what got me really into herbal medicine, like long before I ever dove into any other herbs, it was cannabis that I was like, Oh, I, I feel creativity that I get from this like I, I'm aware that there's a lot of you know wealth of you know knowledge and magic and all yeah. kinds of things that were going on that I didn't even really quite fully understand until I dove into the herb shop yeah so like how did that start did you get like a, a wellness garden in New Mexico first or like what what was the next step in the process yeah, no, I um, actually started researching places in the United States and like just kind of Google searching, like, where do I go to learn this kind of stuff? Like, what is it? Like, this is stuff that's passed down from like ancestral knowledge. Like, do I need to go like work in the jungle? Do I need to like, what do I some do? Of the, like, 
some of those <laughs> workshops are bullshit too you know what i mean it's like you you have to sift through what's what's legit and what's not. yeah you do you definitely have to find like what's real and what's not real and um you know and what works for you and what doesn't work for for you you know like there's some things that it took me a long time to understand and fully get a grasp on that there is really good medicine and even though I was like oh this seems like it's just like weird hocus pocus stuff like what is this you know like I'm here yeah. for the medical knowledge I don't want to know that but at the same time like over the years I've definitely you know learned to love and learn to appreciate and understand on a different level um so that's you know it's, that's herbalism is, is a life journey it's not something you're going to learn everything overnight or in 10 years I mean I've been doing this 10 years so you know, anyways, long story short, like I found the herb shop online when I was in New Mexico and uh -huh. just was like, I need to go there. Like, I don't know why, like, I just need to go there. And so I booked a flight out here and the original owner of the shop a message and just said, you know, hey, I, I just need to kind of like talk to you. I need, I, I feel like I need to open a wellness property of some sort, but I don't know anything about herbs. Like where to even get started with that and so go out here met with her she offered me a job like right away so i was like oh okay this like this is where i belong like yeah. I, I mean instantaneously like walking into that place was like this is what has been with me through lifetimes you know this is knowledge that i already have that's in me i just have to relearn it and that was cool yeah yeah genetic memories they call that man mm -hmm. yeah, dude. yeah man and uh same like that's that's the best way for me to learn too because some homies i'll tell them what i'm gonna do this weekend it, it sounds dumb but it's like i'm trying to learn something from this guy and you know it's like what is he paying it's like nah i volunteered man i'm trying to go check it out like yeah and i did i volunteered a lot of my time at the shop the first you know few years i just wanted to learn it and you know, the first six months there, my brain just hurt every single day when I left there, you know, trying to learn the Latin names and, you know, every customer that comes to the door has a different thing that they are trying to sort out, whether it's emotionally or physiologically, and you're just like, okay, like, let me, like, dive into this. I can't even pronounce half of these words, but I'm just gonna, like, dive in and try to figure it out. My brain just, it hurt for, like, six months, <laughs> and then it was like, oh, okay, like, I think I've got this yeah because I'm, I'm sure too that some of the like the latin terminology is relevant to what it's supposed to treat as far as ailments you know what i mean so there's definitely some of that and it's also so important to know that because no matter where you go in the world the latin the latin words latin you know terminology of those plants are are what you can communicate with you know like if you're gonna go you know anywhere in the world if you have that latin name there's so many common names for plants that it's it's challenging to like go somewhere and say I want dandelion but maybe they don't call it dandelion but if you know the Latin name of that they may know exactly what you're talking about yeah dude yeah man can you talk about dandelions for a second I like, totally talk about uh, dandelions you can, you can, you can we, I've, 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 it was a jungle when I got here and I, I started hacking away at it with my electric mower a couple weeks ago but uh there's still some dandelions out there and i'm like man i think i can eat those can like stem or something and... yeah they're they're delicious like the i mean every part of that plant is a usable plant and um you know whether it's the roots or the leaves or the flowers like there's there's medicine in all of it and there's nutrition in all of it as well 
um, I actually just, you know, recently last week did dandelion nettle pesto on a video and it's so yeah. delicious, you know, like you take it and you can do anything with it. If you want to just eat it by itself, it's still delicious. But if you want to like cook it with, you know, any of your meats or vegetables, you know, or whatever, like just throwing it in there adds so much flavor. And a big part of what I've learned through herbalism is that food is medicine. And so like, why do we need to necessarily separate the two of those like why aren't they something that we do and um that we have in our daily like rituals of, of what we eat <laughs> what we put in our body you know what right. we put in our body is what we get back right so yeah I, dandelions i think that there is a large surplus of plants you know all over the world that are very readily needed and i think that is one of the reasons why we have so many dandelions like they're I, you know I feel the same way like it's it's like they're there for a reason you know what i mean i feel like if, if people ate those they might feel a little bit better and there's like a yeah. whole there's a whole industry based on eradicating that fucking plant alone from your fucking lawn you know what i mean i'm like my biggest battle is like don't kill the dandelions you know yeah. like <laughs> but yeah. you know nettles like stinging nettles are such an awesome plant i mean here you in the pacific northwest oh yeah you can eat those yes i got i got those them. on my leg when i was eight years old at my cotsa's house in the summer and holy shit i it fucking hurt i've never felt that before you'll know. and it was <laughs> you'll know. yeah man they're called stinging nettles for a reason and for yeah. sure so yeah. And they are, um, you know, like they're packed with iron, they're packed with vitamins and minerals. So like you're getting all that nutritional value to it. But then, you know, they're they're so amazing for things like seasonal seasonal allergies. Um, they're just, you know, a good boost to your system, and they're yummy. I mean, saute them, put them in your nettle pesto, like make some tea with it, whatever you want, like don't pass up the nettles they're good you know and even the the sting the stinging property of them is really fascinating um i've heard of is there medicine in that like will that help if you you boil it or process it or something if you use it fresh actually like if you have like let's say you have joint pain in your knees or something like that you can take the stingers and and like apply it to your knee or wherever you have inflammation and it helps to reactivate you know what the inflammation that's going on in there and help to to move it forward so that way you know it reduces that pain and you know it's such a strange concept to take that stinging property but it's it's incredible whenever you start using that in so many sure. different forms yeah manipulating mm-hmm. the nerves without uh fucking with your receptors you know what i mean yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. you know yeah, a guy that is a well-known herbalist deep, here and he his ACL in his knee while he was hiking and he was like six miles away somewhere you know in the middle of nowhere um and he took that and used that to like you know he gets back wherever he was going and he tells this story in a lot of his classes that he he teaches because he literally like rehealed his knee and did not have to have surgery on his knee because he took that stinging nettle and just kept you know re taking that inflammation and you know seeing it with the nettles and I'm like what like that's amazing to hear somebody that I actually know and that happened to them and it worked you know yeah dude yeah it's weird like somebody I'm like yeah you hear homies tell stories and it's like holy shit really 
Yeah. I mean, all plant medicine is kind of that way, you know, I feel like a lot of folks, I mean, myself, my family, like people that come into the shop, you know, there's always this question of like, but does this actually really work, you know? And I, I do think that we have to reshape how we think about medicine. You know, it's not like we're looking for a pill to take, to like take the pain away. We're like, okay, like what organ in the body is this actually affecting? And so how do I treat that organ that therefore is going to long-term heal the body? And you know, it's, it's beautiful medicine for sure. Yeah, man. It's uh, all based on the systems working together too and not just treating this one system or this one I- symptom, my bad. Systems instead of symptoms. Right. Like, don't put a bandaid on it. Let's get to the root cause of this and like really talk about that and figure out what's going on. And, you know, if I do a consultation, people are, you know, coming to me and they're like, oh, I got headaches. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, let's talk about your diet. You know, let's talk about your wellness habits. Let's talk about your lifestyle and like how much stress you have in your life. Because until you start putting all of those pieces together, then, you know, you you, just taking something and using a bandaid is never going to get rid of it. But know when you start actually getting to that root you can go all right like let's let's do some baby steps to start changing your lifestyle and your patterns that are going to affect this long term yeah dude yeah the uh the naturopathic medicine route is the ticket my my sister became a physical therapist and when I when I lived in AZ I stayed with her for the first couple months because she had a guest room until I got my own place but she we would have convos kind of like this about, you know, like how uh, she played basketball, right? All through high school and college. And she always had bad knees or, or ankles and she would always take ibuprofen. And it was just the side effects of that on her stomach. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The stomach lining and all that. It would just, it was bad. It took her a while to heal up from that and figure out that that was, you know, what was causing it and try to come. And she, that's how she, she went to a naturopathic doctor for, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember what the treatment was. It was some kind of tea or something, you know, and it made her feel better, you know? And I was just like, she, she would just like, man, I should have went to school to do this. Like, yeah, you know? right. Like, I know. I feel the same way. Like, man, if I would have known that this was something you could do whenever I was Looking at career paths and things like that, I probably would have beelined it straight there. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh for real, if if cannabis was as as popular and legal as it is right now when I graduated from high school, I I would have had a much easier route to where I'm at right now. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I had and you to, know, I had cannabis is so amazing. Like it's so incredible. It and is. we're just like really tapping into it and you know it's interesting being an herbalist and like not being able to really have you know you know cannabis in the shop like at, at like you do at a dispensary you yeah. know and like but i know how strong and powerful it is and how you know you can get something that gives you energy or you can get something that that makes you really tired or you can get something yeah. that just like numbs your pain you know like yeah. so much we're learning yeah and creativity too i I like when you talked about that in your earlier days because that was something that i noticed as a kid too is like dude i can freestyle rap when i'm smoking weed you know what i mean i I can i can write some really ill shit too so it just uh it was the level of focus and creativity when i was in that zone it's like whoa 
Yeah. And, you know, and I also think that it's like, it is a very strong plant. So it's one of those plants that it's really obvious when you don't need to use it, you know, like it's the more you dive into like plant medicine and um, like the energetics of a plant, like a plant will tell you like, all right, you know, I need to use this plant right now because my body needs this or like you need nettles because you're, you need iron or whatever it is. Like the more in tune you get with that and cannabis is such a strong plant. Like even in my personal experience, you know, I've used it for years and years and years in multiple ways, whether it was like, I'm just hanging out with my friends, having a good time to like, I need this as my daily medicine to like yeah. get me through and to stay focused and to stay grounded, you know, and in the last few years, it's like shifted to where like, I, it actually was giving me anxiety for a minute. And I was yeah. like, well, all right, cool. Like I need to take note of this. I need to like understand what my relationship is with this plant because it's completely shifted, you know, yeah. and I still love it and it's amazing, but I don't need it as a daily medicine. Like I did need it for a long time, you know, it was my ally a hundred percent and, you know, really helped me do what I do, you know, as an herbalist. No doubt. I, uh, like a month ago, I applied for a job at the Coeur d'Alene Casino as a security guard. Um, I applied for the audiovisual job, but they didn't give it to me. They gave me the security job one. So um, I had to quit smoking for a week to pass the UA. Usually I'd holler at a homie with some clean piss, but I'm in Washington. It's a wreck state. So most of the homies smoke. You know, so I'm like, yeah. It's like what I, yeah. So I, I, I quit for like a week, 10 days, and just drank water and, I was okay. You know, I didn't freak out. I didn't, you know, I didn't have a panic attack or anything. I, I was okay. And it, it made me, that tolerance break too, made me smoke less now. You know, it's like I've smoked way less. I still smoke every day, Amanda. I'm not going to say that, but, but I, I don't. I do but you know, it's not like I need it all day long. No, you know? yeah, no, I got, I got to go and do some work and I'd rather not be super big because I can move faster. Well, and you know, like the strains are so, you know, potent now, like, I find that I'm like, I don't really need something that's that strong. Like, I just need like a little something, you know, yeah. every once in a while. And that's great. And, you know, but I don't need something that's just going to flat out and knock me out. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the I, I dig that hemp shit too, dude. Like smoking a joint of that. Cause it looks just like cannabis, you know, regular mm -hmm. nugs. It's just, it's CBD. And it, it, even you can get cherry, it's cherry terps in there or it's lemon terps. And it, it you feel up and it's like, cool. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm very clear and very focused and I, I didn't consume the other compound, but this compound is also doing me well. And just, just a different yeah. use for a different situation. Cause that was, I was always an Indica guy once I learned the difference, but as, as time went by, it's like, nah, I can use these sativas too for certain situations. See, I'm the total opposite. I'm like sativa all the way, like, which most people that know me know that I don't need a lot of energy, but like, it was totally my jam. Whereas Indica would just knock me out. It would kind of like mess with my emotions a little bit. And I was like, okay, this is not the right thing for me. You know, like I need that, that sativa that's just going to keep me up you know, running around the house and organizing or creating, you know, whatever formula or whatever, like that's, that's, that's good for me, you know? No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I, uh, that's man. That's how I would try to be a salesman too. You know, at the shop, it's like, Hey man, I like what I like. You, your, your personal chemistry is going to be different. So whatever you're into, we got something here. I can, I can sell totally. you sure. You know, it's going to yeah. be really awesome to see like what we do with cannabis and other plants you know like this is I feel like we're really just kind of starting to dive into that and for me like that's 
always been part of my vision is that, you know, cannabis should not be like a separate entity. It should be part of all the plants. It should be, you know, something that is incorporated with you know, the other plants that are going to help with the nervine system or, you know, like let's take passion flower and skullcap and, you know, maybe kava and mix that in together and make like this yeah. really amazing, you know, you know, pain or sleep or nervous system or, you know, blend. And so therefore like you're going to get a much better, like, I don't know that we necessarily need the weed to be that strong, you know, like let's just take it and merge it together with, their things and have this beautiful relationship with all of those plants and treat your nervous system or whatever you know yeah i i agree and with uh how easy it is to grow too uh, if it does go federally legal i really want everyone to be able to grow their own and yeah. i really want i, I want to get into breeding to sell seeds you, know what I mean? you gotta let me know when you do that because i really really want to name a strain that's on my bucket list is to like oh, name yeah. a strain hell yeah hell yeah Yeah. if if you have if you have two in mind you know it's like maybe cross those two that you you like the most or something you know what i mean yeah we actually just got our first weed plant to plant in the yard which is really exciting so i'm excited to like kind of baby it and see what to do with it and you know like it's out there with all my other plants my saint john and my mugwort and whatever like let's see what you got <laughs> well, yeah that's tight man shout out to oregon man i I, I miss selling those clones too because people would be really hesitant like man i don't know i don't know i'm like yeah. bro it ain't it ain't nothing to it but to do it man fucking dirt sunlight and water like, like that's all you need just just make sure right? it's got like, those so three things plant though we're so afraid like what do we do what if i ruin it what if it what if it grows like seven feet tall then what do i do you know but it's a plant. So. Yeah, yeah, it'll be okay. As it mm-hmm. just, uh, it, it's gonna get cold in September. So when you start seeing mold, take it down, man. Take, take it, it down, down, right? Yeah, That's what I've always yeah. heard. Like, it starts when it starts raining, just take it down. <laughs> yeah, there's been times where I tried to extend it a week or two, and it's like I could have spent this taking these down and had less mold in the end. So, yeah. um, light deprivation. That's another technique too, is to light dep it, cover it with a tarp over a a hoop house of some sort at seven o'clock at night instead of eight and then it'll bloom and oh, when when you tell it to in july instead of the end of july august or something like that so awesome i'll have to like hit you up when we start like getting to that point for sure anytime man <laughs> anytime man yeah. i've i'm here as a resource to, to all the homies man and you've uh definitely gave me a lot of knowledge on um like not just herbalization stuff, but just also business stuff too. Like um, you got me a couple of meetings with folks from breweries and other places to, you know, look at my, my cannabis um, rec license plan. So I appreciate you for that, Amanda. Yeah. That means a lot. But, you know, like y'all, once we find our passion, you know, like learning to be a business owner is a whole nother stuff, you know, like I love being a business owner for a lot of reasons, but I feel like, and you are a business owner, you you learn really quickly, like what your weaknesses are, you know, like that's what a business does is it puts it in your face and you go, oh crap, I guess I need to work on that part of my life, you know? And so each journey is different, but you know, there's, it's cool to take like my previous background in design and like merge it with herbalism and, you know, all of my, you know, weird career things that I've had in the past, you know, and that's what really grows your business is like, when you first start out, like you got to do it all yourself. You got to figure it out. You know, you got to take one step at a time and be, you know, somewhat of an expert in each one of those fields, whether it's 
running or whether it's, you know, learning how to use your point of cells or, or doing shop, you know, doing social media or it, whatever it is, like you got to get your hands dirty and figure yeah. it out and screw yeah. it up. You know, like that's part of it. Like you're not going to get it right. Like all the time, like mo- I've probably screwed up everything at least three times before I got it right. You know? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I had some bad years outdoors in Oregon, man. You know, like really bad. So it's, mm. it is. You can't be afraid to fuck up if you're going to take that leap of faith. Is yeah. what I tell folks, too. Like, you're yeah, going to lose, absolutely. bro. Nobody has a perfect and record, you, man. Nope. And you just like pick it up and you keep moving forward and you learn from those mistakes and, you know, talking to every person you can. You know, networking is probably like the biggest part of being a business owner is you're continuing. A network you're continuing to like learn from people or be like oh this person's really good at this like how do i work with this person because why would i waste like seven days of my life trying to figure out something that they know in five minutes yeah and he probably needs help this weekend you know what i mean and, okay. and he probably fucking would like to express what he's doing to someone who is eager to learn you know what i mean yeah, and absolutely that's the I whole mean, networking thing is it is it's crucial dude like i don't, I don't care how different or opposite of a lifestyle someone is to to me it's like nah man we're interested in this you need help yeah and it's you know it's always interesting as soon as somebody says well what do you do and i'm like oh i'm an herbalist and then they're like oh you sell weed and i'm like no like i'm an herbalist like i work with all kinds of plants you know like i love weed but no like that's actually like not what i do you know and so then it opens this beautiful door for people to go like what the heck is an herbalist? And like, what do you mean you take St. John's or like echinacea or valerian or whatever, you know? Like, it's cool to get that light bulb moment, you know? We get that a lot at the shop where people are just kind of at their wits end, you know? Like, they're like, oh, I've like not slept in, you know, six months or whatever it is. And like, I've taken everything that has been given to me by every doctor and every this, that, and the other. And, and then you're like, here, just how about some valerian why don't you give this a shot you know and they go what's that and they leave and they come back i mean i will never forget this one guy he just came like running in the shop there was probably 10 other people in there he's like i just want you to know like i slept last night it was amazing you know and you're like awesome like that's so cool you know like yeah. i love that you know i love that that people are it just is. like you know like wow if that one plant worked for me like it's definitely that light bulb moment where you're, they're like else can i do with plants yeah serious dude serious uh one guy that was hip on that too was nipsey hustle and that that dr sebi guy like that uh that was a big conspiracy theory surrounding his death also but i was like oh man it's like amanda does that same shit dude (laughs) he'll heal you up with some herbs but like can you talk about the salesmanship of it too because you can't it was like that with cannabis Like, like i couldn't say this will treat insomnia. Like I had to be like, this helps me go to, when I smoke this, I get tired and crash out is how I'd have to say it. You know, know, it's a, it's a tricky, tricky industry as far as like what you can say and what you can't say, you know, like FDA approval and such. Yeah. You know, like FDA approvals are really weird and tricky thing when you like start diving into all that, you know, like we've, that we make so many products and things like that we're having to like learn all the ins and outs of fda and how to stay like in in alliance with that and you know it's a lot of work it's a lot of paper trail you know paper trail track this track this track this like where did this go yeah. right what went in here is this actually echinacea you know like you have to get 
your suppliers. Yeah. Your food, the Lab tests. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's you know, that's, it's, sorry. <laughs> that's something I learned too is like most of the honey that I think is honey or the maple syrup that I think is maple syrup is actually fucking not. Yeah. You know? yeah and I'm, I'm like, really and if the real shit, the real shit costs twice as much because it came from oh, yeah. the actual soil. The good thing a maple syrup is definitely not cheap. <laughs> so. Yeah. As, as an Instacart shopper, I've been noticing like most people pay for that $20 one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they order that, mm-hmm. that little brown jug looking organic one is what they buy. And it's like, this must Maybe be the good kind. Others, it's just like sugar and 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 food coloring, you know. And you're like, what? Like, what is that? That's not maple syrup. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, like, so what? What after you started working at, at the the herb shop in Portland? Like, what was the next step after that? Because I, I feel like when I met you, you were in some sort of transition period where there was ownership changing hands, and yeah. it, it just seemed like you were really proud and whoever the other lady she wasn't salty but there was just a vibe like she was like god like she she was really letting something go that she loved you know what i mean but oh, it, 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 it seemed like a jedi jedi padawan type moment or something mm-hmm. when i was in the store that day you know you know like when i got to the shop it was so like bizarre to me that you were just like okay like this is like what I need to do this is where I need to go I mean within like two months my brain was just like the wheels were spinning like I want everybody to have an herb shop in every city you know I want this to be accessible for everyone and so I like kind of took my background with design and I had done um you know a lot of like analytics at the last design company that I worked for and and it just started kind of putting the pieces together of like, how do I grow this company? You know, like, I think I was brought here to like to do this, you know, like I didn't know even at that point that I was going to be an owner or, you know, I didn't really know what my role was, but you know, within a couple of months I had taken like several business classes and started trying to develop a business plan. And um, I was like, all right, like this is where I'm supposed to be. So I, you yeah. know, started to the owner and was like, you know, I, if you're open to partnering, this is something that I think I want to do. And so, you know, within the first year of me being there, we were talking about like, how do we grow this company? What do we need to do? You know, at that point in time, we had two shops. And then, um, so I started 10 years ago in 2010. And then in 2014, became a partner um and opened that's the mississippi tight. location that's tight dude like that's <laughs> man if i had a, a an applause button right now hooked up i'd hit the applause button you know what i mean like it's uh that's something to be uh commended for man like good for you like four years in do partner yeah but so you know 2014 i decided or we decided like hey we really need like a production space like more than anything like we want to grow this company and really do this the right way, you know, be able to provide medicine, um, you know, on a larger scale and a more professional scale. Like we need, you know, we need a production space. And so that is why the Mississippi location was originally opened. Um, Like, so like, does that mean like, um, like buying stuff by the bale or the 50 pound thing and then putting into it like packaging it for the store or for for use so that people don't have to process it themselves or like what do you mean by production man like that's my question yeah so we have a licensed agricultural kitchen in the back of of, Ah, of we produce like a whole product line i mean we have 
think 200, 300 single tinctures where people can come in and they can custom blend whatever they want. Oh, uh, wow. Also, yeah. Then we also have like blends, you know, like if you're, you know, you need to sleep, like we have our sweet slumber blend that's already created. And then we have, you know, we have teas and tinctures and salves and oils and like pretty much anything you can dream up. Like we make an exclusive line for that's the herb that's dope. Yeah. So I could come in there and be like, yo, but I want I want a grape flavored one. Can you make it grape flavored? <laughs> I can't make a grape flavored, unfortunately. Oh, oh. <laughs> but I could probably do some like <laughs> lemon or some orange, you know, as far as okay. Like, Citrus is okay. Meal. Yeah, okay, you know, cool. like it's you know, that's it's kind of a challenging part with herbal medicine is that it's kind of a quieter acquired palate, you know, like you a lot of herbs are very bitter and folks are like, I don't know if I can take that. So you know, I feel like when you when we're making recipes at the shop, we're also thinking about that flavor profile that goes into it. You know, like yeah. there's so many plants that taste delicious. Like cinnamon is super medicinal, and you know it also tastes pretty good. Or maybe clove, or you know, like I said, orange yeah. peel or lemon peel. Like we're not using any artificial flavorings by any means. Like we're working specifically with like what those plants have. that's what it tastes like yeah that's because yeah. part of the taste is part of the medicine too you know what i mean it's it's going yeah. through those different senses through your nose and your, your mouth and everything else like it's not absolutely it's you not know through your gut you know what i mean like breathing, oh, yeah. breathing that in while you're chewing it is medicine too so i mean your gut health is like one of the most important things and you know, again, that's something we talk about a lot at the shop is like, okay, so like you're bloated or maybe you have a headache or, you know, like whatever it is, like gut health is like the perfect place to start. It's your gut is known yeah. as your, your first brain, you know, and that is for a reason. Yes, so. dude. And that's, man, that's what I was going to say too, is I, I, I came out I, when I was in Portland, I drank a lot of good beers and a lot of homies would be like, why are you drinking that? I'm like, cause it tastes good. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, uh, I started uh, like a, another vodka phase around four or five months ago, and my plumbing is so much better now, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just, it just like the, yeah, and it's like I love that bitter taste that you were talking about certain herbs, but it's just like, man, it was really bad on my guts, man. And now it's like, yeah, it's it's not, and I I don't go to the bathroom as much either, like while I'm drinking it. So it's just, I don't know, it's weird to pay attention to and your I body and i'm not i'm not beer. saying i'm not saying drink vodka instead of beer you know both both <laughs> right. alcohols are poison you know what i mean because cleanse your liver cleanse your liver well yeah it's just yeah i i i noticed that uh just because something tastes good doesn't mean it's it's good for you um right. but also well, pay attention to, that, to how you react you know how, how does your body react to what you're consuming yeah and you know beer has so much gluten in them and so many of us have issues with gluten that doesn't does not necessarily mean like you're celiac but you know it, yeah. it causes it's one of the biggest groups that causes inflammation in the body so like if you're bloated yeah, I, tell, or you're like, man. <laughs> I, I tell i tell moms it's not gluten it's glyphosate you know what i mean i'm like all of that shit and it's when it got harvested it got sprayed with glyphosate like it got <laughs> drenched and it made it easier to harvest it's not glue they, they made that up for you to you know to, to to not see what the actual issue is it's like that <laughs> that that pesticide kills the the stomach of the bug and it was sprayed oh, yeah. on that it's killing the stomach of your kid the same way even after it's been yeah, processed absolutely. in the flour you know what i mean well, and, and I think that's where we like dive into like organic foods and things like that, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, pro it's a life process. Like we're, we were all again programmed to like, 
all right, I'm going to go to the store and get my box of brownies and make brownies. Like, no, like bake it from scratch and like learn what's in each of those ingredients. Like you don't need all that processed stuff and you can make way better food, super delicious. It doesn't take that much longer either, you know? Yeah, dude, even as a cannabis guy too, it's like I'm trained to uh, create this solution from these bottled products and then pH the water and then pH the plant and make sure everything matches and do all this real, you know, sciencey shit, you know what I mean? Uh And it's like, uh, once I started learning how to make soil and I started reading about that, it's like, no, I don't even have to pour nudes. I don't even have to pH water, dude. It's like, I can just make this tea once a week and pour it on the plants. And dude, the first, the first summer I did it, I fucking crushed, yo. Like it was the best (laughs) shit ever. The labs and everything. I was just like, Oh, I'm the man. And, and the the amount of money that I saved in time was just, Oh, I bet dude it, it just uh i i just was a believer after that so whenever i'd meet someone like you in the future it would be like i gotta ask them questions because all of this shit is relevant to what i'm doing you know? it is you know like it really is i mean we're you know starting to look at bringing cbd into our product line and like all right. of our plants like we're like all right like you know where did this plant come from and like what like we want to make sure it's like sustainably grown or organic or wild crafted you know like we want to know all the things about that well i want the same thing for that cbd you know yeah if if i can i gotta recommend a guy we had him on the show twice his name is josh galbraith uh he's on facebook he he has a hemp farm he crushed it last year he's gonna crush it again this year but he also has these vending machines yeah and it's it's like a touch screen you you can put your logo or you know package it however you want but you can Uh fill it whenever you need to and you have products that you can do i feel like even if you don't just put cbd products whatever your top selling ones are that the people who are afraid to come to the store and interact with a human it's Mm -hmm. like yo dude you can go to the vending machine right there and we have those and you can touch the buttons you can even there's a wipe if you want to wipe it down before you touch it just so you feel safe you know what i mean so, that's so crazy like i have to see this <laughs> yeah I'll I'll, I'll I'll uh i'll I'll hit him up he's doing uh he's doing all kinds of stuff but he left a cannabis job um the first time we interviewed him it was the first episode of the show last year and oh, then nice. he, he was at this place called kaya shack i think they have like four or five locations in oregon so real real big okay. retail retail kind of giant he left that job in the summer to go and do a hemp farm, yo. And I was just like, wow. oh, you know, I'm like, dude, you are the man. Can we have you back on the show to talk about that? And, and, and it was cool. He's a real, real sharp dude, too. And he's there in Oregon. But if you're going to do CBD, you're in the perfect place. Also, like there's so many hemp farms. There's so many awesome flavors. And there's like different labs that you can basically shop for. It's like, nah, these are the percentages. How many? tons of this do you have you know what i mean you could literally buy a ton and process it however you want into right now i mean there's so much in general you know like it's it's interesting to see like the overabundance of it and like what all it's going into and be like hmm like i don't know if that like necessarily is the right place for cbd versus like the hype of it you know like let's actually use it for what it's good for (laughs) so that's interesting to watch a lot of people would ask me when I was in AZ, because I, I had my card, my medical cannabis card for the first year I was down there and I was doing some farmer's market type stuff. And folks would ask me CBD questions, too, because one one of the strains I had was 4% CBD in there or something. And um, they're like, man, what about all these gummies and stuff? I was like, dude, can you talk to the person who's selling it to you and ask them where it was made or where the hemp was sourced? 
or if it was sourced from hemp and he's like no and i'm like then don't buy it you know because there's no fucking way of you knowing that dude there's no regulation of that product to say that that's even 10 milligrams in there bro like right well and i think it's really important to know that and and how it's processed like you know for me again like i want that flower like i want fresh flower to go into my herbs blends you know i don't want isolate powder i don't want desolate like i know you can get stronger milligrams with those type of things but that's no you, you want know, the rub yeah yeah and you're losing so much of that plant when it goes into this processed phase that, like why yeah. I mean, if, if i'm gonna go buy organic you know kale or whatever like why would i like go buy isolate powder for my for my cbd like give me the flower yeah man and that's man that's another story i got my homegirl Catherine. she was at five zero trees for a while and then she got a job at that wild gummies company mm-hmm. and when wild switched from sourcing their cbd gummies from uh cannabis cbd to hemp isolate she quit like she turned in her two weeks and was like fuck you guys yeah. that's fucking whack like you guys don't even know where this came from at all and it's not even tested at all no you're still idea. putting it in your gummies and selling it you know what i mean Yes. And I, I mean, I agree. Like if you're going to be like the Walmart of CBD, then great more power to you. But like, that's not who I am. Like, that's not what I want my company to represent. And, you know, again, like, I don't think that having a super strong milligram of CBD uh, is as important as bringing in other plants that have a symbiotic relationship together and like the effects that you're going to get from that. That's, amazing you know versus like yep cool i got a thousand milligrams of this and you're like well what else is it gonna do like you might as well take a pharmaceutical if you're just like you know throwing something in your body that you don't know what it is yeah um can can, man can i can i jump back to your story you you you, you became partner in 2014 and then then what was the process like that becoming owner of the store like can you talk about that because that (laughs) that's uh I, I want people to hear this because it's like, nah, it doesn't just fucking happen, dude. No, like, it was definitely your, a lot of work. And, um, you know, I was able to take my design background again and design the shop. And, you know, I was basically our general contractor and our, our designer and, you know, started working on graphic designs as well as like, okay, I'm an herbalist and I need to know all these herbs and have consultations for people. And, so, you know, it was it was a mad dash of like opening up the Mississippi location in 2014. And then in 2016, um, we decided to sep- go our separate ways. And so I just took over the Mississippi location and kept the herb shop name and brand. And then over the last four years since then, like we've completely redone our product line. <laughs> It feels great. I mean, and we had great products before. It wasn't like a matter of that, but they, it was a matter of like, these are not my recipes. Like, you know, like yeah. I want to be able to know a hundred percent, like what's going on with each of these. And it's DIY also, now, you know? Yeah, and, and, and I also felt like it was super important to like collaborate with my staff, you know, like I've got all these people that are just like craving the knowledge, you know, and so many creative minds and, I felt like, you know, as a collaboration, we can create this awesome product line that is not only, you know, medicinal with like maybe a dash of like, you know, we do mainly Western herbalism, but, you know, maybe we want to learn a little bit from Chinese medicine or Ayurvedic medicine, or like maybe we want to bring some astrology into this. I don't know, you know, like there's so many facets that just me, I can't come up with all of those things. Having an awesome crew of people 
that are all putting our brains together, I feel like it has just made our line exceptional because of that, you know, like. Yeah, I, I feel like those guys who grow outdoors, who plant on the moon cycle and shit too, I feel like they, they do, they're on to something, you know what I mean? And like that, there's, that, that, you know, we're using, utilizing nature for like the gifts that it gives to us. And that's, that's sacred medicine that has been, you know, passed down again from generation, from lineage to lineage, from, you know, ancestors to ancestors. And that is a very special thing to get to be a part of because, you know, as an herbalist, as a business owner, you know, all the things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Can can we go like five or 10 minutes over? Are you in a rush? You have to do something at nine or anything? No, nope, we're good. Okay. Okay, cool. So so 2016 you 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 it became mm -hmm. your store since then you I've, you've been on the up and up right it's just been doing better and better it has you know it's been we completely remodeled and have been you know in the process of redoing our product line and you know it's it's been a really nice like steady growth which is awesome you know in a business like you don't want those peaks and valleys like you want to be like cool i know that we're gonna do like about 20 percent more this month than we did last year you know like that feels good. That gives you a really solid place to kind of start with and plan from and be like, all right, what's my budget, you know, and as a business owner yeah. and just me personally, like, I love that. I, I, you know, crave stability, like in all aspects of life, um, you yeah. know, so being able to have that has been really great. And, you know, okay, our, yeah, way, way to go, Amanda. I'm you know, proud of you, kid. I'm proud yeah. of you, man. For real. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. tight. Um, so, like be, before I had you on the show too, uh, I know that you, you you wanted to talk about it a little bit, and I didn't want to send to you. I was like, no, I want to talk about your story. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, can can you talk at least just a little bit uh, about how the the Rona has affected your business and how, how long you've had to oh, stay yeah. closed? And you know, did all your employees say "fuck you"? I'm staying on unemployment, or wow. you know, like what? I, I don't under you know, like can can you talk it about that? Good. I don't I don't want to put words in your mouth. Like, can you give us a, yeah, a couple totally. minutes feel yeah. on that? It's it has been a whirlwind i'll say that you know it, we're every minute for a while it felt like things were changing so quickly like i went from oh my gosh like this is serious to like you know my staff all being like this is serious and like full-on like panic mode yeah to, to like okay now we have to close our doors tomorrow to the public like what the heck does that mean or look like you know, and having to completely change our operations from being a brick and mortar retail store where people come in and talk to us to like yeah. people placing all their orders online. We do deliveries. Like you can drive through, drive through in the back alley. Just drive yeah, through the back no, alley. Seriously, like like <laughs> that back alley. I'm like, I'm just gonna put a sign up back there. Like we'll just uh -huh. bring it out, you know. And you know, so it's been crazy. I mean, I feel like we had to close our doors on March 16th to the public and then we reopened back to the public I think on May 15th if I remember correctly um yeah. so we're, we're like about a month into it we were in like phase zero whatever the heck that means um yeah. and so Fuck Kate Brown man I'm just not a fan of her I, <laughs> I post this online and nobody likes it but I say when did Oregon become a totalitarian dictatorship man it's been crazy it's been you know, the second we think that, that things are stable and we're like, all right, we kind of found our groove a little bit. Then they're like, all right, open your doors back up. And we're like, what? Like, oh my gosh, you know? And I mean, the first, the week before we had to close our doors down, well, really like the week, the two weeks before our sales, like 
doubled, tripled. And we were like, oh my gosh, like, how are we going to keep up with all of this? You know? Yeah. And then like, you know, of course we closed our doors and there was like a learning curve with that as well. And we've done a crowdfunder with another herb shop here in town that we're like trying to raise money together as a unified you know, unit. And that's been really beautiful. The outreach from the community has been amazing. I mean, I can't even like into words like how grateful I am for every person that's called and emailed and donated and just like really been there for us and like you're important in this community and like your yeah. shop needs to be here and needs to be open and it goes back a lot to the fact that the herb shop is a safe space it is a space where people can come to whether or not they buy anything at all like they it is a space where people can, can come, come and just learn express yeah, like they can come express their emotions they can come and express their you know their you know curiosity they can come and express really anything that is on their mind and it's okay like we're there to like listen and to try to help guide as best as we can and whatever i got this tea man you sound like you're in a bad mood but i got this tea man yeah you know right that's all we need so well, yeah, well man I mean, I, we, we hear I, like Sorry, go ahead. Oh, my bad. I, I I don't know, but I'd imagine too that in Portland, some of that that fear is is real, and some of those people really don't want to take some sort of pill or vaccine that's being sold to them on the internet. But they'd holler at you to say, "Hey, yeah. what what kind of products can I take to to make sure that my systems are go? You know, for for healthiness." So yeah, if if I was that guy, can you answer that question? You know, like is there you know, because yeah. I, I imagine your sales are are probably ticking up too since since you opened yeah, back up. Yeah, it's starting to slowly like go back up a little bit. Like our online sales are still like currently our our main you know main income coming in right now. Like the foot traffic is starting to come in, and you know we're only allowing two people in the shop at a time, so that's really interesting. And we have a sanitation station with gloves and masks and all that kind of stuff, and. You know, so it's a process. It's really hard to work with a mask on, you know, and so we're trying oh, to yeah. maneuver through all of that. And I mean, my heart goes I, out to all the people that work in restaurants that are having to do this now. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, man, that's so much, so much. The oh. people who work at Costco look at me like they, they love me, but they're pissed off at me at the same time because I wear the mask to walk through the door and then I take it off. And then I go and buy the groceries <laughs> for someone. And then when that's I'm rolling great. through the line, the person checking out, you can see they're happy, like, all right, this guy's cool. But then they're like, fuck, I wish I could do that, you know? And yeah. Well, you know, we we see these waves of things that happen, like, you know, as on a large scale, like right now, like everybody's coming to us for stress release and everybody's coming to us for like protection herbs, you know, and like we're seeing lots and lots of that. And so we see, and we see these waves of things like at the beginning of it, everybody wanted everything that was immune boosting. Like, what can I do? And now, you know, it's evolved into like, like we still want immune boosting, but really what we need right now is like stress relief and like protection. Like I have this one customer and he's lovely and he comes in often and he just came in in a full panic the other day and was just like, like I just, I, I just need protection. Like I, I'm being like, I'm being attacked, you know, like, emotionally yeah. physically energetically whatever you know he's like i need like something that's going to help protect me and seeing that level of um stress and anxiety you know over and over and over again and customers is like i'm so glad that we're here and that we can you know try to offer you something that may be beneficial to help you through this you know 
Yeah, man, because it is. It's it's the way that the world is. It's all the systems that are in place to uh, keep us in, enforced and enslaved. And that's what makes people feel that way. And, and it is. It's like it's because you're not doing all these things that you used to do 200 years ago that you're feeling that way. You know? Right. So here's one thing you can do that's from 200 years ago that's going to benefit your body at least. And yeah, and like, why would you not? Better. Like, it, it amazes me to this day and probably for the rest of my life. Like, I'm just baffled at how plants all across the world and all, you know, all, you know, cultures have used plants as medicine. And I don't, not to say that all pharmaceuticals are bad or that you won't need, you know, a hospital at certain times, but yeah. I think that if your day-to-day is more like, your body with things that are good for you then you don't need that pill that's gonna also like destroy your kidneys and your livers and oh you know like you might like have nightmares for the rest of your life or whatever you know like oh like let's just like get get you some metals (laughs) no doubt yeah there's an easier solution they got it at the herb shop pdx man yeah (laughs) yeah okay so uh can I ask you one cookie cutter question before we wrap? I, I forgot to ask Smurf this last week, but uh, I try to ask it to all the business owner homies. Um, there's two sides to this question. Um, the first side is the good side is what do you feel was your best move um, on the on the path to where you're at right now? You know? Yeah, I mean, I think my best move was just literally trusting my instinct and actually doing it, you know, like, moving across country, like having my whole family think I was crazy because I was going to go learn about plant medicine instead of designing buildings. Like, why would you do that? You know, and just being like, no, like, I can't tell you exactly why I have to do this. I just know that I have to do this. And so, I mean, if I can tell anybody anything right now, like, trust your gut, trust your intuition. Don't like let that little voice in your head, you know, don't think it's just like straying you the wrong way. If you get messages over and over and over again that you should be doing something or like all arrows point this way like go that way you know like yeah dude yeah that's my new phrase too for the homies is you're not mentally ill you're superhuman yeah trust trust that voice man oh yeah and i could definitely go on and on about that as far as you know what is mental health and you know, is that actually something that we just don't understand? So our society has put a label I on agree. it. And, I agree. Know, yeah, instead of like... A diagnosis to put people in jail or on pills, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Let's make our whole society zombies and then we can control them. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what's happening, man. Homies are on Zans and Oxytans and Perks and all this shit, man. Yeah. And and I, I you know, I'm my, my, two of my cousins are in treatment right now for opiates and they yeah. uh they're graduating soon, like within the next couple of weeks. So hey. shout out to uh shout out to little Bubba and shout out to cousin Mike. I'm awesome. proud of you guys if you're listening, you know what I mean? Cause uh they took the steps in order to heal themselves and 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 those and remo- no remove, yeah, remove those things from their life because it wasn't good for them and they weren't yeah. turning into something. And that that's they didn't awesome. And that's, I feel like most of our society is hooked on something like that. And it's so sad yeah. to watch. And then, yeah, then we've got, you know, family and friends that are losing their lives or, or, you know, losing their jobs or whatever it is, you know, because they can't function because of that addiction. And you know. yeah. Okay, so uh, the other side of that question, the other side of the coin is the bad side. What do you feel is your biggest uh, mistake or your biggest fuck up on, on, along the road? You know what I mean? Because 
it's all it's all uh sunshine and rainbows you know on the podcast usually but it's like uh the the bad shit that happened is relevant too we talk a little bit about you know fucking up growing outside but it's like there's other stuff too you know sometimes it's like fuck i didn't realize that and i lost so much if i would have handled that earlier i would have been much better off yeah you know and i think again kind of falls into intuition like there were definitely some like warning signs early on with my business partner and things like that but i wanted it so bad you know like i wanted it so bad and you know it's oh i feel you dude i feel you (laughs) you know same thing with my farm in 2016 i can relate dude it's just like like, i'm gonna fight this i'm gonna fight it i'm gonna keep doing this and pushing through and you know, that person was a mentor to me and I did learn a lot, but I learned a lot of really hard lessons that I may or may not have learned without her. But, you know, it it, it was very challenging. You know, it's it's hard always to have a, a partner, a business partner. You know, it's a it's a, a lesson in learning to communicate and to be able to do that in an effective way so that you can move forward. And so, you know, hard part of of all of this was definitely like that struggle to know that I can do this on my own and that that I have the knowledge in me and that I have the drive to continue when I don't know like even going through all this coronavirus stuff it's like oh man like what the heck did we just step into and it felt so chaotic for a while but you know you just I just had to like take one step at a time my staff is amazing like they all just like hopped in and I had a couple of folks that are like immune you know have immune system deficiencies and they're like I feel like I need to back up and I'm like that's fine you know like yeah, yeah. Well, can you can you do that pretend I'm that guy pretend I'm like yo I'm afraid I'm, I'm scared can you give me something what would you sell me <laughs> um if you were afraid and scared um, I probably like no of, of the of the coronavirus. Say I was like, oh man, I had whooping cough when I was a kid, or you know, I'm just giving you whatever. Make up I mean, a story. I, I like what the, the what general that. general product would you give me? And be like, yeah. yo, this like, is for this, and you should feel better and safer after taking. Totally. That. You know, I think again, it goes into food as medicine. Like one of my all time favorite things for like cold, flu, immune system is fire cider. And you know, it's a vinegar infusion that has like cayenne and garlic and horseradish and orange and lemon and rosemary you know all these things are going to boost the immune system and, and give you a large dose of vitamin c and so like that's been kind of one of my big go-tos when somebody's like i just want to continually boost my system i'm like eat more garlic and put fire cider in your stuff you know like take Word. a shot of this every day or like you sell that it. you make it and sell it in your store we do yeah we do Tight. Yeah, and fire, fire cider, cider, ladies and gentlemen, fire cider. Yeah, fire cider is awesome. If you don't like spicy, you may have a little bit of, you know, maybe use it in your foods and it's a little easier to take. But, you know, it is vinegar. So vinegar is really hard on some people as far as like the palate. Don't goes. taste great. Don't but, taste great. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. just saute, mm-hmm. or not saute, but marinate some of your cucumbers in there and it's like a pickle, a spicy pickle and it's delicious. So, Word. Yeah. I like hot mix, man. Hot mix is dope. I like that it's shit. good. Fire cider is cool and it's got a really long history too. I mean, there actually um, was just this huge lawsuit for five years because there were some folks that were trying to trademark, you know, fire cider. The recipe. Yeah, well, not even the recipe, the word fire cider, they were trying to trademark it and they started attacking all these small herbalists and saying that they're going to take them to court. And long story short, there's some really amazing herbalists out there that fought for five years to make it so that fire cider is a generic term so that anybody that makes fire cider can um, 
call it fire cider. Like ours is called fire elixir right now because we weren't allowed to call it fire cider. And so that's, that's have, a fucking you know, way cooler name anyway, man. That sounds like some chrono trigger, right? Mitch <laughs> elixir, fire elixir. Wasn't that yeah, some, some shit you could buy to heal yourself or something? Yeah, yeah man, totally. Like, so yeah, definitely take some time and research that because it is a really cool story and like the history of it's amazing okay cool what the man I, it's we're an hour and 10 minutes in amanda i know my guys have to go home to their fans and stuff too so uh can uh is there any these are my wrap-up questions all right it's, it's are there any I, before you share and plug your social media are there any ideas or concepts that you would like to promote for the future um to anybody who might be listening you know cannabis person music person entertainment person whoever Really, I mean, I think just like stick with your passion and, you know, really empower yourself. I'm, I think those are two things that are really important. That you're empowering yourself through food, through medicine, through music, you know, whatever it is, like the knowledge that you, you deserve to have out there. Like, don't just listen to, you know, what the media is saying, like really, really dive in to empowering yourself so that you can make the best educated um, you know, decision based on whatever it is that you're trying to make that decision on. And, you know, always follow your gut. Always, always follow your intuition. The more you listen to it, the more you can deny it. <laughs> so, because no Yeah, man. Best advice ever, Amanda Furby. Um, <laughs> we, man, we appreciate you coming on the show. It's been a really awesome interview. Can, can you plug your social media? absolutely so we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on twitter um it should be the herb shop mississippi and uh ths mississippi for those and so you should be able to to follow us on that we've got tons of great content and also it, do a work shop with two p's and an e right that's right it's two it's two p's and an e thanks for saying that um yeah. so we're the herb shop and we're off of north mississippi and so we put out lots of content each month in our monthly newsletter. We teach lots of online classes. Well, we're shifting to online. We've taught lots of in-house classes until now. So I yeah. you know, follow us and, you know, learn from what we have to share. Like, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Any kind of questions you got for us, Homegirl, too, like about uh, creating video stuff or editing software or anything like we we got, you know, we, we've done a lot of stuff too. So anything we can do to help, please just hit us up, man. Like, Thank uh, you. And thanks for having me on here. This has been fun. Oh yeah, man. Super dope interview. I can't wear to. Uh, I'm going to send this link to my sister tomorrow and it's going to be like, oh. yo, check this out. Like I, I talk about you in there, man, somewhere in the middle. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and always like reach out. Like I know that it's a, it's a, sometimes scary to think about our health and like what is available and what's not available and like the best thing i can say is like don't be afraid to reach out and ask those questions like that's what we're here for is to help you like help educate yourself on that no doubt that's that's what i tell any folks listening to is re really check out their online content there is uh a lot to learn about not just what to buy but what to make yourself that you have you know yeah. locally and i think so that goes into empowering yourself like that's why i do lots of free blog recipes and um that's why i'm doing like these free videos on friday like i want people to be like oh i can do that like i can go get those dandelions out of my backyard i don't have to mow those yeah where, where can folks sign up for your your email list or how can they receive that class where can they go for that if you go to the um, the website, it's the herbshoppdx.com. Uh, there's a pop-up on there and you can sign up on there and you'll get a coupon also for signing up for first time, you know, 
folks that are getting into the newsletter. So we got to put out content once a month and lots of good recipes. Cool. Yeah. yeah the, the herb shop, that's T-H-E-E-R-B-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. PDX.com. <laughs> PDX.com. Fuck my PDX. bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. The the herb shop PV, the herb shop the herb shop pdx.com, but the shop has two P's and an E, ladies and gentlemen. You, That's right. You know what I'm saying, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh man, thanks for coming on the show. Uh that that's her social media. Um when I get the links, I will send them to you. The the YouTube should be up immediately afterwards, but I think the other ones we're on Apple, Google, Stitcher, and Spotify right now. So um when i get those links i will send them to you um, and then maybe yeah if anybody wants to hear your your interview then they, they can check that yeah. out on whatever they figure out how to, to put those into the interwebs so well, yeah because i think you probably got podcast homies you know what i mean so it's like man oh, check yeah. this one out yeah everybody loves podcasts hey <laughs> man same yeah I, i'm i'm a fan i gotta yeah be be into what i'm into you know what i mean yeah. um so with that, with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do my outro dance. This was the 62nd episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I was your host, Katie M. Kane. Our guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Amanda Furby from The Herb Shop PDX. You can hit up her website at theherbshoppdx.com. Um, get yourself right. Get yourself educated. Get yourself healthy. Um, a whole bunch of uh, knowledge to be learned about how to take care of yourself and your body, especially in these uh, times where concerns about health are so high. Uh, I also got to give a shout out to my guys in production, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry. This has been a main node and Joseph street enterprise production.